He's still doing the weights. He's still moving around. He's still doing his stuff. And then he tells her about Opie. I'll let you go from there. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Okay, well, um, we're keeping our names the same. Yeah, because... Because you have to say something. And I'm going to let you speak in the beginning of this monumental podcast. Monumental. Monumental. So Kim Coates, which your name is, says under your Zoom link right now. Yeah. That's who you are. I think you have something to say to the people that listen. Thank you, Theo Rossi. I have something to say to the people out there. I am taking a time out. I'm going into a corner. I've got some yellow background for a reason. I am pulling a moratorium on my mouth on predictions of who dies when, who does what, who does what to who on what show, what. No, 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 no. Those days are over for now. Not only Theo Rossi did I get <laughs> did I get it wrong when we lost our pal Ryan Hurst on this fucking epic of a show. Not only did I get that wrong, I got it wrong when we thought he would be laying on his back. I said that would be episode five. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I am in the corner. Yep. Time out. I will forever never shut up. Because I'm part of your team, yep. and you you've never shut up. No. So I'm just going to take a timeout with predictions of when you go to me, hey Coatsy, I'm going to go no 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 no, timeout, saying nothing, no, because I know nothing. Let me let me sip some wine on that. I'm done. Yeah. Please. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad that you did that because it takes a big man to call themselves a guest. <laughs> And you, and what I think that is the really, and this is where the misinformation that's going on in our culture is really oh. incredibly the misinformation you were feeding me. Oh, but with such, and you bought it hook, lion, sinker, because the performance was incredible. <laughs> the Oscar goes to. You were so set. You were like, don't worry, episode five, Opie, so get ready. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, episode five. I don't know. So he must be right. Then after you were wrong with that, instead of being like, I wonder what else he doesn't know, I, you go, everything. Well, you know what? It's fine because we have the big burial in episode five now. It's a, episode five now became about the burial. And I went, okay, cool. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, what the hell is episode four about? That? Yeah, why would we wait? Why would we wait an episode? What, well, we what the hell? Well, we didn't. So here we are at the episode of the burial, which, by the way, is almost as brutal as the actual act of losing the character of Opie, which we'll get into. I do have. Jesus, wasn't it? It was. The ending of this episode uh, took me for a ride. Um, the episode is called Stolen Huffy, which uh, we all know. One of my, my first bike ever was a Huffy. Um, is it those two kids at the beginning? Yeah, my first bike ever. Is it a Huffy? It's a Huffy. Cool. Yeah. My first BMX. It's it's a lot of kids who were BMX bike riders in the eighties. Uh, your first bike is usually a Huffy, and then if you have the means, you move up. Like I had a Diamondback, and then I had a uh, I had a GT Pro Performer. They both got stolen, um, but Huffy was my backup. Aka stolen Huffy. Hence, stolen Huffy. They never stole Huffies because they were shittier. They always stole the better one. I guess there is some meaning behind because they never really address except showing them on the bikes. Yeah. He doesn't tell a story. But I do like stolen Huffy. And I think it's basically saying like he's gone. Maybe it's like stolen Huffy, like stolen Opie, like no more. Or something. I, I think, I think, I think so. And I also think it was cute at the beginning of this episode, how it's the two boys, mm -hmm. it's the two boys. And it was, it was that photo that we, we will talk about at the end of this episode, when Jax pulled out that photo of him Amazing. and Opie, when they were on those, those Huffies. 
and those two boys at the beginning are seeing anyway. Do you want? Do yeah, you want no, no, no. Let's. I mean, listen, we're going to get into it in a minute, but let's talk about a few things. Um, sure. So we're rocking and rolling. Here we are, like legitimately in season five. This is crazy. Reaper reviews is going to be over before we know it. I mean, review mirror, baby. I mean, I think, and I'm going to make a prediction because I'm allowed. I'm not in the corner. No, I'm in the corner, not you. Yeah. So when I watch this show on Hulu, I do always see what episode's coming up next, meaning the title. Yeah. And if I'm correct, and this is going to be a guess, and I hope I don't get put in the dunce corner because then none of us are talking, um, <laughs> is the next episode is called Finding Orca. And I think we're going to meet Venus. It is. It's called Orcas. No, Finding Is it Finding Orca? No, Orca. Orca shrugged. Orca shrugged. Shrugged, I think. Yes. Yeah. Finding I orca. sort of scribbled it down. Finding I can't even remember. But I think, I think, and if I remember, it's the day we meet Venus and it was. I'm not saying. Okay, don't say anything. But I think I'm going to go. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I do remember that day. Mm -hmm. It was 109,000 degrees. And I can't wait to get to that episode because it's. Remember that? The funniest. Remember those things swaying in the heat? Oh, Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Sweat balls. (laughs) Sweat balls. (laughs) Sweaty balls were. Everywhere, holy shit, that was one of the craziest days ever on set. So, I think that's next week. But what so we have that coming up. Um, obviously, we're trying to figure out ever since all these mess ups of who's going to be on when and you know, who we uh, can we just tell them what's going on with you a little bit? And 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 Emilio being out of town and yeah, you and traveling, and we we can't we can't even. Yeah, We'd have to do someone by satellite early. Yeah. We're doing this early. Cause I finally get to go home. Uh, and next weekend I'm going to travel. So, uh, you know, we usually record on the weekends and obviously, uh, I'm traveling. So we're recording. This Can't now. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's not fair to the guests we have aligned up, which is a few of them. We keep changing our schedule cause our filming schedules keep changing. So, we're going to keep rocking and rolling. And then once we get a little more settled, we'll probably do. They just go. Our boys just go. They just, they get back to you. They get back to me and they go, Hey, listen, whenever you, you know, you, you guys yeah. want to settle the fuck down yeah, and actually have a moment to breathe. Yeah. Uh, give us a call. and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll just hook it up. Can't wait. Yeah. There's no plan. And what people don't realize behind the scenes is that there's a lot of times where I legitimately call Kim or he calls me up the night before and goes, you have time tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh yeah. What do you want to do? Oh man. Okay. Let me go back. Let me go home and watch the episode and we'll do it tomorrow. And that's, that's the pace of what we're doing this. There is no plan because our lives change every five seconds because, you know, fortunately we've been filming for the last year, you know, or whatever it's been. Um, And isn't it, and isn't it something Theo to figure out now that we've been doing this for over a year, you and me is, this pod joy that we're in, you start to figure the people of podcasts and, and that are very, it consumes every day, every day. They have every week, studios. every weekend. Like well, you know we're, and we're working actors. We're like movie stars, bro. <laughs> Who's got time. Here's what's crazy. Here's what the fuck crazy. are we doing? I was talking with someone out here and someone was like, Oh, so you have the podcast. And I was like, yeah, it's great. You know, we have all these listeners and it's so much fun and it's this, and we just have such a great fan base and it's, you know, it's like a family and we, we all love it so much. And they're like, cool. So you have a podcast studio at your house. I was like, no, no. And they're like, well, oh, you don't like, do you go somewhere and do it? I was like, no, I do it at a hotel room with a fucking microphone and my MacBook. (laughs) And I do it like makeshift lights. And that's why we look like we're half dead half the time. I said, (laughs) I would, I can't imagine how much easier this would be if like you walked into a studio and just hit play. Like I'm, I got shit on boxes. I'm fucking worried about the the guy upstairs was, I think he was, I think he did like a Shakira theme night. They were playing Shakira for like six hours. I was like, I hope we're not going to fucking record because I can't hear anything. Uh, I love it. Cause I'm in this weird apartment for this movie that I'm in the middle of nowhere in LA. And this has been you and I for like the last year and, you know, listen, champagne problems, but all I'm saying is it must be amazing to just have some place that you could like walk in and go, Oh, let's just hit power and get in there and record. Yeah. 
And you yeah, and the I, lights are done. The sounds done. The sounds done. The Everyone's lights. booked. You got your technicians working twenty four seven. Hold on. Before this show started, you and I are literally sitting there trying to adjust your saturation and brightness. Oh, and I started. Out. I started to cry. I started. I started to break down in tears. I can't cope. I mean, fully I, 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 I orange. I can't, I can't, I can't handle the technical shit. Oh, see, I just touched something again and I can't, I can't do it. And you, and you just never get frustrated. I don't know how you do it. No, I'm on mushrooms. I don't ever get Yeah. I don't know how you do it, but so, you're, you're good. But the thing is, is like, I was like, man, one day, one day, I don't know when, but one day I'm going to have like a cool little spot where I could just walk in and hit record. And just chill. Like you see this mic stand? This is coming to your house because I bought Yeah, this. it looks really cool, bro. It's cool. That's I'm new. Gonna, I'm gonna give you this because I can't take it on the plane. You're gonna leave that at the at the shack. I'm gonna leave it at the shack. I'm gonna leave the ring light that's on me at the shack. All the stuff that I bought while well, I was you look spectacular, if I don't mind saying. I so know, I'm like a young it'll help me out when I get there. I'll never be home, but that's great. No, but I'm gonna leave it there. It'll probably get soaked by rain if there's never <laughs> rain here. It'll probably just sit out there. Um, but I am going to put it there and I'm looking forward to those days, but on the show front, you and I have a Q and a coming up that we have to do. Ooh. We get time. We have to do, do we ever, we have to do more of the greeting videos. Cause I think we're behind. Well, those are the people are joining all the time that, so it's, yeah. they're, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be even better. They're going to be big and long and fun. We got well. We got we got requests requests everywhere. Can you do that? Can you say that? Yeah. Maybe say yeah. we'll see how we feel. Can you do this? Can you do that? <laughs> dance? Would you dance? And then oh, we uh, get asked that all the time. Dance? Oh, that's the best, right? Do you ever get that? Do you ever have somebody? This happened to me recently, but the mass really helped. Somebody came up and was like, "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "Oh, good, good. What's up? What's up?" And they're like, "Hey." Uh, they were like, you know, kind of being like squirrely and weird. I said, you want to get a picture? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get a picture. And then I was like, oh, cool. And I wanted to go about like after the picture, I was like, hey man, thank you so much. Awesome. Great meeting you. And they're like, hey, I'm going to call my uncle. Can you talk to him? And I was like, fuck man, what, what's happening here? I'm going to call your uncle too. Next thing you know, I'm on the phone for like 10 minutes with the guy's uncle. And I was like, what am I doing here? What yeah, I, get to, no. I get to go about my business. Yeah. But that's the, uh, that's the beauty of it. You know what? He was actually a really cool guy and he had a great story, but it was really an interesting uh, moment of where we are with technology. So here's what I'm saying. We have videos to do. We have our new uh, theory episode we have to do next soon. Soon. We have to do the Q&A. Um, we're hoping to get out there soon on signings again. We don't know where that that might be like a year off, right? What no, I don't think it's going to be a year. I'm, I'm hoping that they're figuring stuff out in these these places so our charities and us and we can see our people and hopefully it's sooner than later, but I'm hoping to go to Europe and I think you're going to be coming too in the fall. You'll probably do a couple oh, without yeah. me. I'll do a couple without you. But I want to do like a live, I want to do a live Reaper. That's going to be next year, son. That's going to be once we all calm down. And things get like real settled. We're doing a live fucking Reaper and then maybe another one. Like, I would love to do a live Reaper. Yeah, me I too. I think that would be fun, like to have a bunch of people there and like, you know, kind of do it, you know, someplace where we can get like the max effect, like do it before a Comic Con or something. I think yep. that would be fun. Yep, I'm in. Um, and then, you know, we got all the gear coming out. There's something cool coming that Caesar's doing uh, that I came up with that idea. Remember I text you guys about? Yeah. That's going to be cool. Um, that's coming, I think, this week or next week. Really? I think so, yeah. Yeah, hmm. that's coming soon, any day now. And then uh, and then I know they're going to do more merch. And I think Justin's supposed to open like some kind of theory. Stuff. Well, if he'd get back from Disneyland, if he's he would gone. just. He's been gone for weeks. He's been gone for about a month and a half, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. touring America, staying away from people, being very safe, but yeah, with his no, children. No, no. And that's no, no. great. With the kids. But get back to work, son. Get back to work. Get back Come to on. work, JT. JT. JT, get back to work. And then, like I said, um, we are rocking and rolling on these episodes. And, uh, you know, this week that just aired, obviously, one of the most monumental episodes ever, right? Lane Pipe. Yep. I mean, you got to put it in the top five, right? Sure. If, if pilot and finale are taking up two spots, 
There's only three yeah, episodes pretty, pretty, left. Yeah, yeah, no, you please. That, you got to give that a spot. It's it's a spot. If I had to give right off the bat, thinking of my top five episodes, and this is without even giving it a thought in my mind, only only what we've seen so far, but but knowing that the finale and premiere have to be in there. I think the episode where you killed Donna, the finale of the first, is that the finale of the first season or the second to last? I think it's, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I'm not, I'm actually not allowed. I think it's, it's the second to last because okay, that, the funeral episode. Yeah. I think the one where Abel got taken is a really big episode. I think the one where Gemma got assaulted by the well, that's nation a, that, or whatever, that, that, the white supremacist dudes, I think that was- That was the first show of season two. That's when we really became, ooh. Yeah, I think we'll season three finale. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, so I would say like if people go back and say the most impactful episodes, I would love to hear people's top five most impactful episodes, knowing that two of those spots are taken by the premiere and the finale just because they have to. Well, I might want to just say something else, if I may. Forget about the finales and the premieres. That's 14 shows. Those 14 shows stand on their own. No, no, no. I mean, the first episode of the first season and the last episode of the seventh season. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I'm saying, you're saying if you remove those, what are your top five outside? Yeah, I'm saying if you remove the very first show in every season and the last show of every, forget those. Right. What are your top five? Ah, uh, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, what are they? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, laying pipe has to be in this one. It has to be. Whenever you're ready, son. I mean, I'm ready. Let's go because. Well, I'm going to start by saying, as I bring up my notes, um, I'm going to continue with my narrative that Jax is a completely changed man. Opie drops the on previously on. That's Opie's voice. That's Ryan's yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jax is riding on the bikes, and this is where we see the two kids on the yeah. BMX bikes, right? So immediately, we're going to link back to him and Opie's childhood. Yeah, yeah. That's all you guys coming from wherever. We're assuming prison, but why would you guys have your motorcycles in prison? You wouldn't. We, well, you know, listen, we were, uh, we were picked up, right? And then I, this is, it's a leap of faith. It's just a much more cool shot to be leaving prison with our bikes. So someone in a truck in a van dropped them off outside lockup. And now Bobby came to meet us. He's the new VP. It was Bobby chips, Tig, and Jackson. Now we're coming home. And speaking of, I was telling you before, you know, uh, shout out to CJ, come join the murder. She posted that scene from Lane pipe that we talked about that you, that you said, Oh, was it CJ? Oh, good for her. Yeah, CJ, uh, the one with Chibs talks to Tig. Yeah. That's a yeah. deleted scene. So yeah. apparently it was somewhere. It lives somewhere on a DVD or somewhere. Um, so we open up with him riding. That's obviously super significant because we know that we're going to, or so we think, we're going to focus a lot on him and Opie's relationship and their past history in this episode. But we cut to Gemma in jail, and she's getting bailed out by Wendy. Um, obviously Wendy's trying to help. It's her only contact here. I'm going to, let me state this early in this review. I felt like you might disagree and that's okay. We focused on a lot of other things in this episode besides Opie's death. Oh my God, bro. I'm writing down every other. Why? Wait a minute. What for? Why? Hang on a second. They're called filler. Why are we it's dealing with filler. Carla? And why are we dealing with Wendy filler. worried about the baby? Why are we not focusing on the fact that- I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we we talked about it last, last week. It's called business. 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 I don't know, bro. I can't help you. I mean, everybody, the reason why this show is so popular is because of the Reaper. It's because of the cut. The women were as tough as the guys and sometimes tougher. And the parts were amazingly written. But man, oh man, do we Why fucking fuck Jim around? We're gonna get to it. Why is Jax going to fucking chase somebody and his best friend died and Nero sending him on a mission? And there's this is again, I'm gonna I want to get into every beat of the episode, but shouldn't we be focused on Pope 
and Opie and the death, like, and telling everyone. And even the way people are finding out is kind of like weird. I think that was Sutter's way, man. He didn't, he didn't want to, he didn't want to go, go in the past. He didn't, he want, things were always moving, always moving. He never stopped to really slow down enough for my, my liking to really enjoy or cry or yell at what just happened. He was on a fucking train and it was going fast. Gemma's in jail. We come to find out, right? Wendy bails her out. So that's going to set up a whole big thing for this episode of Wendy Tara. Yeah. Um, and, and, and here's did, did what's you, crazy. Here's what's crazy, by the way. Opie just died. Yeah. Jackson's best friend, brother, basically, close as you can be. But this whole episode's about Gemma. Pretty much. Pretty much, right? Pretty much. This is like a Gemma heavy episode. Pretty much. Why? I have no idea. And did you notice how when Nero and her were about to leave when she gets bailed out? They're like casually like holding hands. They're holding yeah. hands. Like boyfriend, girlfriend, holding hands. Now, granted, Gemma doesn't know anything about Opie yet. She doesn't. Right? She doesn't know. And that's fine. But they're really boyfriend, girlfriending it. Like really little. I, I, I don't know. It's just weird. Again, to me. for the audience. So now we cut to Tara's at the clubhouse. <clears throat> and then we go to this really great scene, which is what I want to see now for this whole episode. At the table, um, Jax is basically telling everybody what's going on with Pope and what the deal is, right? Um, for some reason, Juice drops a tear, which is kind of interesting. Did Boy, did you ever drop a tear? And before we get into that tear, I don't know if it's just me. It's fine. I don't mind. Show's over. I'll get used to it. We have like two and a half seasons left of sure. Jack's at the head of the table, and Charlie did it extremely well. I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm I, old school. I'm, old school. I'm, I mean, where's, where's the, the old guy? Where's the weight? Where's the whatever that was that Clay had? Hey, and don't, don't get me wrong. Clay's character with the way it was written, whether Ronnie wanted to do it or not fully, whatever that, it doesn't matter. It was a hit show, fucking brilliant actor. But he's at yeah. the end now, like Piney is. But honestly, Theo, it was, it's weird for me now to look at that head of the table and what it is now. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it's a very different tableau. It's a very different thing to see. And it's also a very different way of going about things. The one thing that Ronnie was really good at and Clay was very good at was balancing the heaviness with the lightness. Uh huh. He would still be joking around even in the position of power that he had, even in the gravitas that no, good point. brought. It was still a more lighter element to the to the club and we know from being around all the club guys and doing whatever there is a more comedic lighter element in the face of you know adversity and all that i felt that we took on a pretty serious tone from here on in like without a doubt and it was written that way it was played that way that's the way it was the and especially around the table yeah things were always very dire and so the nomads are kind of pressing him, right? Like, why yep. would you give up 50K? And, and again, I'm sitting there going like, hope he's fucking dead, guys. He just died. The body's still warm. You're, you're pressing about this? Like, give the guy a break. Um, he's saying no retaliation. We got to set a meeting with Pope. Um, again, I know something comes up with the home invasions. We don't know anything yet. Uh, Ronnie is in full, uh, oh, I should say Clay's in full piney mode at the end of the table over there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, like while I, I thought the scene could have been more of like a losing of Opie scene and what it meant for the club and like the impact of like, if they can get to him, they can get to any of us. And like, we need to regroup here as, as opposed to it became contentious with the nomads and it felt like it felt like it didn't give Jack's room to breathe for a minute. Right. It was a fail safe writing method. I felt whenever there were, even we got that way with clay when, when things, we weren't sure where they were going to go. There was always someone going, I don't know about that. Or why, why would we do that? Or someone's gonna, and this was one of those scenes and it didn't have to be that way. I I didn't feel at all. I think it it should have been shorter. 
It should have been more, 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 more feeling. This is what's happening. And then we're out. Then we're out. But yeah. everyone, so, you know, need, yeah. I, I don't know. It is what it is. I just, again, you start to look back and in hindsight, you're like, and again, I, I look at the way I was playing juice and I was playing juice like that. He was really fucking sad about this and didn't matter. No, but they kept the tear. They kept the tear. They kept the tear, baby. Thank God. <laughs> that was no work for you. You were feeling it. All right. Then we go outside. Everyone walks outside. Hunter shows up. You see, you see, but hang on one second. You see, uh, you see fucking Bobby's VP patch so clear wow. for the first time. Yeah. White. It's white yeah. VP, right? And Unsu shows up and I go, it's it's so FX to make sure that, well, we're paying Dayton a lot of money, so we better use him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dayton, show up. Just come on in. And he tells he tells everybody about Gemma, right? He doesn't yeah. he doesn't say like why like that she got arrested on the prostitution charge or whatever. He just says that she got arrested and um they tell him about Opie. Uh you know, Juice is very broken up about this whole thing apparently. So I think this is also the beginning of Juice being an absolute wreck about everything. This is kind of starting the Yeah, spot. man, I don't remember. Here we go. Yeah, this is it. And then um so we, we get that, we, we leave with Unser, and now we're back to Diosa where the place is just smashed. Now, what's funny for me, and you're not allowed to make predictions, but no. I always wondered how we got to Diosa Norte. And now, after seeing this episode, I remember. And the only reason I always think of Diosa Norte is because one of our rap gifts one year was a DN Diosa Norte hat. That I still was have. it. Did Tony Medina design those? Yeah, it was a D and an N, like a Yankee symbol, and it's Dios and Norte, and they just gave it to us as like a rap gift, whatever the be Tony Medina. Beautiful, and it was a beautiful hat. So I always and and do you have yours still today? I do. Yeah, and you remember? Do you? Yeah, you remember Dios and Norte was on our set. Yeah, but so was was the other Dios on our set. Uh huh. Where they they both they both were, but. We had to leave. We had to leave set for the outside when we walked into Dios Norte. When we walked in from the outside, we had an outside place for that. And in season six, no, I'm not allowed. But in season six or seven, I'm not allowed. But with that, you know, with that other place that we go to, the house yeah. of real repute, yeah, there was a real house that we would pull up and, and walk then- in and use once in a while, and then they would redo it. On our set as well. Oh, but we did that a lot. I mean, there's a yeah. scene, there's scenes coming up down the road where we used uh, a lot of outdoor people's homes, like real people. Yeah. Did you ever, did I ever tell you this story? It's so weird. I don't know what season it is. Like, it's got to be season seven. Can't ask me because I can't tell you. Yeah. I remember it too clearly. But there was a, a season where we were using a house, like a real house in, in LA. And it was me, Tara, and I think Gemma in the scene. Uh, it, I think it was after, I don't remember when it was. I don't remember what the scene was, but we were using this house and it was really late. It was a Friday. And Gemma had gotten wrapped. So it was just me like entering. The of course house. she did. Yeah, of course. And it was me <laughs> entering the house, right? And the people whose house it was, the real family. They came home? They were giant fans of ours. They stayed. Oh, they stayed. So they were They're usually not allowed to do that. No, and they did. And it was an older couple, and they were sitting in their living room. Oh, Theo. So, I love Theo. Yeah, so every time they would call action, I have to walk into this house. But then the real when what we're going to shoot inside is on our set. We're going to do that on another day. This is right, just right. Entrance. Just walking in. Yeah. Just the entrance. And every time I'd walk in, they'd be literally sitting there going, do you need anything? I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, I'm just, just trying to do this. I'm just trying to do this TV. Hey, Theo, do, you, do, you want any, do you want any water? Do you want juice? How are you? Oh, sure. I said juice. I didn't mean that. I, and wait. then like, I felt bad because my boots were like a little dirty. I was like, oh, <laughs> these women are like cleaning. And I was like, did they? You just catch you guys here. Like, this is so bizarre. So, the funny thing is that a lot of people don't realize a lot of those houses you walk into aren't the house you're actually filming in. They're just for like an entrance of a TV show or movie. And it's really interesting when the people who live there, 
This movie I just did in Georgia, same thing. The people were there. And here we are. Me They're and not Willis. supposed to be. <laughs> me and Bruce are in their house. And I'm like, what? They're here? <laughs> and they're like, hey, do you need it? Do you, what kind of coffee do you want? You want me to run to Starbucks for you? This lady said to me. And I was like, um, sure. Yeah, yes. Sure. And I was like, I like your, uh, and, and our, and where we were keeping our backpacks and like where we were keeping our chairs, like our set chairs were in their bedroom in their master bedroom. So I was like, do you guys need to get in here? <laughs> so peculiar. What a peculiar job. Um, but so we, uh, we did the Diosis a wreck. It's completely trashed. Um, and we find out they're going to get evicted. This is a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, the big thing is like who? Who's was it Emma? Who is it? What's going on? Who who ratted on the cop? Huh? Do you know? No. Okay, because I don't. I I mean, I don't know. And Emma, well, we're coming up. You really don't know, or you won't guess? No, I'm I'm not allowed to guess, and I and I don't know. Okay, because I thought it was Clay. I think it is Clay now because I thought it was Emma first, but now when we come to get her with Charlie, that is not her. I believe her 100%. She had Me nothing too. to do with it. So no, it's got, it's got to be clay. It's got to be clay. If it's, and then I thought I went, my mind went, wait, if it's not Emma, maybe it's Carla. But then I was like, why would she call it on her own? And then I thought, oh, it has to be Ron. It has to be clay. And the nomads. Yeah. Clay's up to no good in this episode, in this clay's season. Up to, He's no, up to no good. Yeah. I wonder how much they told him before this season. Um, doesn't matter what they told him. He wasn't listening. So it doesn't, he matter. wasn't listening. At no. All. Okay. So then we get to this scene, which is pretty brutal by the way. And I didn't think it would affect me like it did, but Wendy's seen her son at the hospital was kind of, uh, I, I wrote, I wrote down, I'm saying the same as you. I wrote down that that turnaround look <sighs> that those twins, cause they have to be twins. We've talked about that, but when the little boy was playing Abel and we had him for years and he would turn around for four years in a row and he'd turn around and he looked at Wendy like that. Look, you can't, you can't, that was unbelievable. You can't even tell that little boy, the beautiful boy, to, to, just turn around if you if you want to look back. And he did. And it was so natural and so beautiful and so, so heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Stunning. Stunning. Heartbreaking. And the way she didn't overplay it, she didn't underplay it. She just kind of went against the wall and was just like, you know, and it was just fucking great. great. So good. Great scene. Not a lot of words. See, I don't mind that stuff in, the, in this episode. I don't mind she that. Did. But again, remember, here we are a quarter <clears throat> of the way into the episode. We're still not talking about Opie. Okay. And we're also not talking about Charles Barkley because he wasn't available to direct. Paris directed this one. Charles was not available. They got Paris Barkley to direct it. So move on. Move on. I just want to let you know. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So here's your favorite scene in the episode. Gemma walks into the gym. No. No. Don't. Don't jump this scene. We go back to Diosa and Jax tells Gemma, get the fuck out of here. And to go home. And then he wants to help Nero. What can I do to help? And this is going to set up the Emma Jean stuff. Yeah, it does. Okay. He says, now, what can I do to help you? Again, we're not talking about Opie. We're still not here yet. He just got out of prison. He just lost his best friend. We're not talking about Opie. Not even one time. (sighs) Keep going. We're 20 minutes in. Okay. Then we can see that the madam or whatever we're calling her, uh, Carla, is yeah. about to rat out. She's making a call. She's being nefarious. She's being weird. She's yeah. getting on the phone. Okay. Behind Nero's back. She's on right. the phone. On the phone. Literally right behind his back. <laughs> yeah. You say the term behind your back. Yeah. She's literally right behind his back. Yeah. Paris Barkley, not Charles, said, hey, just do it right there. Yeah. Don't wait for him to leave. Don't wait for him to leave. Do it. So we see it. Just so we see it. Yeah. What if he hears me? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're going to put it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that whole thing at Diosa with Gemma. We find out about Carla. Now Gemma walks into the gym because. Hang on. One, one, one more quick thing. We got to say hi to Ronaldo Gallegos as fiasco. Oh, he makes it. He makes a showing. He comes hey. up. Finally. Yeah. Finally shows up. This is the scene you're just talking about. Yeah. The nefarious phone call and Nero goes. They start right. He's got the the, the toque or that the lid, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The woolly, right over right down there. 
How fucking good was he and his buddy? He's been, and he's been in a ton with us. And he he literally did a ton of episodes and he became part of the family like ASAP. Right? A fucking he, way. He was with us till the end. And everywhere we went, all the events we, we did, all though. We loved him, man. Stuff. He was amazing. He's fucking and he's an amazing actor. He's got a new show coming out on HBO. He's fucking terrific. Good. Um, yeah, he's now let's get to you with your shirt off. Go ahead. No, forget me with the shirt off. No, can I just say why? Like why? It's the weirdest scene. Like you and DL, you and Hap are like up against the wall. Yeah. You got no shirt on. You're not even sweating because you're so good looking. Hap's got like a 10 pounder doing one of these. You know, that's stupid. You got Clay who can barely breathe, but I guess someone's helping him out. And then you got Frankie Diamonds. And I, you know, I just want to know how'd that gym smell? (laughs) <laughs> Christmas time. Macy's at Christmas. Christmas is a coming and the cologne is awful strong. Does anybody know when you go into Macy's during at Christmas time? When they have 900 clones mixed together. Whoa. That's what it was. Can I tell you something? Here's my question about this scene. What if Gemma doesn't walk in? What's going on in that gym? <laughs> Like, let's break no, it down. What's- let's break it down. I want to know what's going on in the gym. Clay has, Clay decided to wear a zip up with no shirt on the Okay. That's what he's doing with his oxygen. <laughs> Frank I couldn't even look at him, let alone Frank know what he was wearing. Is sleeveless. So Clay has his zipper all the way down almost to his belly button. I have no idea what's going on there. Frankie Diamonds has a sleeveless shirt on. DL has the A tank, the white tank. Yeah. Yeah, the tank top. Juice yeah. has no shirt on. No. <laughs> is my question is let's pretend Gemma never walks in. Just like is it a photo was, shoot for the village yeah, people? Here's my question. We well, what's going on? We've always said one of the things we never did on this show that we always wanted to do was show the sons out shopping. Show yeah, them, yeah. show them like at a supermarket. Like that would be funny, right? Show Chibs and Tig going to 7-Eleven. Like that would something, be buying some smokes. Right, just doing something. Anything, even like back in season one, when, when Jax went into that gas station, was like, give me condoms. Give me this. Give yeah. Me that. Yeah. Girl. Like to me, you go, oh, wow. Look at them in real life. Like they're out. No, there. it's so true, Rossi. Right? So okay. true. <clears throat> so here's my question. Are you telling me that the sons work out like when they're not at the table <laughs> or like during the day? And do they not wear gym clothes? They wear their regular clothes. And then like are there towels in there. Is there a water dispenser? Is there hand sanitizer? Like, what are they doing? No, there's none what of that. What's on in that gym? Who's in there the most? Is Juice in there all the time working out? Like, I want to know what's going on in the gym. Did we ever go back to that set? I can't even remember. Never. Never. That was Thank a, God. That was, was a one-off. one-time thing. And then, how did Happy and Juice stand up so fast? What were they doing? Were they working out together? Were they spotting each other? Again, I have a lot of questions about the gym scene. And I didn't think of it when I was doing it because once they tell you you're going to be shirtless, the only thing you're thinking about is how can I look the best? I must have done Where's my planks? Where's my push-ups? Where's my- I can't tell you. I did push-ups to my arms hurt. I was literally dead. But here's what's funny. We leave. Clay's great in the scene as always. He's loading the weights on. What I love is Clay created busy work for himself as an actor while she's talking. He's still doing the weights. He's still moving around. He's still doing his stuff. And then he tells her about Opie. I'll let you go from there. Well, I just uh, wrote down, call me crazy, but this is one of the best Clay Gemma scenes ever. Ever. Up until Gemma leaves, and I'll get to that in a minute. This scene is so full of raw, real, surprise, subtle acting between a former husband and wife, even though they're still married, and the history. Clay gets to tell Gemma, Opie's dead. Mm. And even for him, it's, it's not good. It's not good. He's part of this whole downward spiral of the SOA, as we know it. Clay Morrow is part of it all. And, but the acting, the emotions, that hug, and then she pushes him away. 
so real, so raw. But when Gemma then leaves, for me, <clears throat> it wasn't Katie's fault, but for me. Too much. A- anyway, yeah, anyone that writes, the, the line was something like, what the hell is happening to us? Yeah, horseshit. When you say that to yourself, it's called horseshit. It's called horseshit. It's called horseshit, bad fucking writing. Do it, do it with your eyes. Do it with your heart. Don't mm-hmm. say a thing. Now, if Clay's still with her or someone comes in and sees her and she's going to say something with the emotion to someone else, that's one thing. Yes. But when you say that by yourself, I'm now out of the scene. I can't. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> you know, today I went and did, <clears throat> excuse me, ADR for a movie I did. You did ADR. Which is audio, what is it? ADR? You know, audio digital recording? Is that what That's it is? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looping ADR, yeah. yeah, audio digital recording. So you're basically fixing any words or anything that might be messed up in the movie or that needs to be redone because of sound on the outside. Whatever. Okay, not the point. But I'm doing this movie, <clears throat> and there's a scene where my character, I'm not giving anything away. It's a scene where like my character falls and there's another character there. And the director wanted to add in, you're like, you'll yell her name. And I said, why? And he said, well, it, like, hey, like, you know, and I said, no, if I'm falling unexpectedly, I would probably go oh, like, oh, yeah, you're not going to go. Oh, Maureen. Right. right. You wouldn't be like, Sandy. Like Marie, no, like no. you know, right? ah, fuck. So when we had the conversation, it was funny because he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. You wouldn't, of course, say, you're right. You say your name." But for a second, I was just going to do it, and I thought, "Wow, that'll read really false. You wouldn't say someone's name as you're falling. That's a movie thing." And in that point with Gemma, it was a movie line. It's a movie thing. You know, it's like we always talk about when people walk out of a room and you go, I'll get you. It's like that just is so true, Rossi. It's so true. So listen, it's it's kind of, I guess they would call it a trope is the way they say it. Wow. Look at you. Look at that. Huh? We get we get room after these Reaper reviews. <clears throat> we want to keep going. Like we, yeah. we get stuff to talk about. We got stuff to talk about. So again, I just, uh, I, I thought that. But a great scene between the two of them. Can't take that away. When she left. Yeah. Or it could have ended with her running down the hall. Whatever. It was a fab scene up until that moment. Yeah. And I'm just happy. I'm just happy we finally found out about yeah. it. We've heard Opie's name. Okay. Jackson Chibs, find Emma Jean. Okay. So uh, just, I just have one thing to say. I have a question for you. Yeah. Why in the world would Jax be worried about taking his cut off, not wanting to startle her? No idea. Because my point is, you're, you and Chibs, who now has got his hair greased back like like you you do um fuck it i just i, I fucking love tommy and did you see what he did in that scene he did the best thing i've ever seen in my life in that scene in the one that when they when they get in when they get in you okay you'll you'll, you'll 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 get to that yeah please but i just want to say ridiculous it doesn't they're, they're you're doing one of those and you're, you're they'll open the door and then you're going to come in there's no okay. startle you're already startling by knocking on the door anyway right. i thought that was so and then here's another thing I know that she's a woman of the night or whatever her job is. Yeah. A, you know, uh, whatever. Everybody makes their money the way they're supposed to. I'm down for whatever. Oh, no. Fabulous. Whatever. It is what it is. Great. If, regardless of who I am, if I see Charlie Hunnam at that door, I'd be like, sure, come in. Right. Get like money. The girl, the girl would what can I do for you? The girl would never say, why don't you come back? She'd be like, uh, please come in. Can I have your number? Yeah, Are you available and, later? And you don't have to pay me, right? Yeah. Like you're seeing Jax Teller outside that door. Yeah. And 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 his his hump man is Tommy Flanagan. But Tommy's the like sexiest Scott him. ever made. Yeah, the sexiest Scott ever made. But Tommy's Please. literally to the side of him. You don't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what Tommy does when he walks in. This what did he do? <laughs> Tommy's literally the greatest actor on the planet. But as you as the guy who's in there is running out with his clothes and his underwear on, Tommy slaps him on the ass. Oh, <laughs> so here's this guy who's an extra. He's so excited. He's in a scene with Charlie Hunnam, 
Tommy Flanagan and Ashley Tisdale. Please. This, guy, this guy's in his little in his little tight. He's in his little shorts with, with Ashley on the yeah. bed before they come in. Hi, yeah. I'm Bert. Hi, Hi I'm, I'm Bert. I'm here from Central Casting. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Not allowed. I'm going to have this little underwear on. Yeah. I'm going to hope I don't get a chubby and I'm going to try to jump out of this bed. Yeah, real quick. And then they say, run out of there, Bert. And Bert, Bert his ass took the fuck. Tommy, oh, good for him. Good for the flan. Look at the flan filling in those moments. She's so good at filling in moments. So, okay. Here's my thing here. Now we get into a montage chase scene. Okay. First of all, and Ashley, Emma goes, I had nothing to do with it about the Diosa. And I believe her. Me too. So now I'm figuring out the show like everyone else as we go. I believe her 100%. So, okay. It's not her. Um, and her. then I don't know if you can read this, Rossi, but that says, okay, so, 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 bad. so bad. So bad. I have so many problems right now. I'm going to go into it. I, I have so many problems with what's happening. And we're, and we're not going to spend a long time on it. We've already spent no. a long, we can't, but I must say, and our boy fiasco, who I just love so much when he went to his partner, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, who says that? Okay, here's a couple of things. Nobody says, let's go. We're in a montage chasing. First of all, I know a thing or two about lowriders. Did a movie called Lowriders. Lowriders can't go over 35 miles an hour, and they're surely not going like that. The suspension would have rolled off the thing. So that's first problem. Tires would have fallen right off. Everything would have been a disaster. They're not doing chase scenes. That's silly, and it's stupid. Okay. It would have fallen apart. They're made for cruising. Okay. Then they go down pretty hard, and we get, the all-time famous Suns line. Are you home? Are you home? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that they wiped out like that. Like that's that's terrific. And I don't know if everyone noticed. I'm sure they did. They know more than me. But if you are looking at this chase scene, which was just so who cares. But if you're looking, when the camera is at the side, that is Haman and that Hanan, Hanan yeah. and fucking Ashley. That is the two of them for sure. Yeah, and he's Haman. He's humming, humming. And he's humming with the hunting. He's humming. humming, humming. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Humming, humming. Yes. But the yeah. front is his double. Uh, Every time it was Charlie's double, who was great, but it's not Charlie. Great. And so I always wonder, you have to be very careful. And, and poor, beautiful Ronnie Perlman had a few of these on in front. You know, it's not Pearl. You got to be careful when you go in front with it with a stunt right. You can't. And they did on this in this chase scene quite a few times. And it wasn't Hannah, I'm telling you. And anyway. then they did something cool where, which I always love, is they keep the camera inside the car. That's the one thing I did like about the scene. Love all that Literally, stuff. It's in uh it's like in the whatever. Yeah, the, the, the dash underneath on the on the, so on the bottom. Let me ask you a question. Why why did they why show those people watching? Why have Jacks like apologize? Like, why is all this stuff being added in? Why, because why have those guys slap around Emma Jean? Be, oh yeah, first of all, and that that the the names that they use to describe her, the names, the gas, the this, that yeah, all uncalled. Ray, why is Ray slapping her up? Why, all all uncalled then, for. Then asking for a thumb and a titty. Yeah, no, it's just all uncalled for. It just doesn't make any sense. And people watching from, you know, I think it's, again, it's, it's the writer's idea of always trying to give the bad boys a little bit of, sorry, were we too loud? I'll make it up to you. Like oh, some. Let's talk about Opie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my doing? God. I feel we're halfway through. Let's talk We've talked about, about him one time. Fuck, man. Okay. okay let's keep going. So we then now we go back, we meet with Nero and Carla TM. Yeah. It's a great line from Jax to Gemma, by the way. I'm not here to fucking feed your ego, your broken, whatever, whatever he says to her, your your need for love. I'm not doing it today. And I'm like, yes, finally, fucking somebody tells her exactly what we need to hear. Get her away. Let fucking Jax, let's talk about Opie. Um, I got to say, though, the thing that, again, it's bad writing for me. This is the first time that Jax has seen his mom 
about Opie. Mm. So shouldn't it be yeah. the first thing he says? It should have been the first thing you, you heard about my best. You heard you, something. Yeah. We're because the audience is so with it. Her we're saying, all with, oh my God. Opie. Oh my God. Just some, like, something. Anything. He's just, he's just going right on to don't, don't keep your mm, shot. My best friend's dead. What? What? No, the, like scene, they, they, the they, scene they, is about the scenes about Nero, Carla, and Jim. It's not about Opie. It's, well, it's, it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I know. Anyway. And then I, everyone always has to console Gemma. Do you realize yeah. that after Jax walks away, after Nero, Carla, whatever walks away, Chibs has to say, hey, he's having a tough time. He loves you. You know he loves you, mom, or whatever. Yeah. Hope he just fucking died. And we're concerned about someone else's feeling. Like, what are we doing here? No, it was a missed opportunity. That's what I've just figured out with what you're saying. And this isn't a missed opportunity. See that? Route, route, see that 16? Route 16. Route 16. Yeah. Not Route 66. Route 16. It's a big highway in Saskatchewan. So Jax is alone. Tara walks in. Guess what? We're going to talk about Opie for a minute. But everybody wants to talk about everything else first. So she now is talking about Wendy and fucking Wendy wanted to see the kids. And again, we're not saying to Jax, how must, how horrific must have been watching your best friend get fucking clubbed to death with his over. fight. It's over. We, we don't come to it until the last five minutes of this movie. It's over. What the fuck just happened here? He's sitting yeah. with his wife and no one mentions to Jax, are you okay? Yeah. You need to see someone. Do you want to lay down? Do you want to be alone? <laughs> Do you need a beer? Do you, Do you want to have a nap? Do you want to just sit for a second in a fucking lazy boy and think about your best friend? Does no, I just wrote. I just, wrote, I just wrote down. It's another one of those talks, and most of them are fine and great and all, all that. But Jesus Christ! And then Jack says stuff like about you know his 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 son was was actually like narked up at birth, yeah, right, and the kidnapping and all the bad stuff that's gone down with him, and that's fine, that's fair, but you know. Concerned about the sun. We're concerned about Wendy's in the picture now. All I wanted him to do at one point was to somebody go, hey, my best friend just fucking died. My brother, literally the closest person to me in my life. I'm going to need a minute. That's what I wanted. And I I would love to have seen someone's reaction. Didn't happen that one time. Never happened. So now Opie's body arrives at TM. We see him in a box. Lila's going to have her moment. Yeah. We open the casket. Lila stays with him while Jax is in there. And again, by the way, I got to say, sorry, but I have to say that Skeeter, who's so good on this show, love Skeeter. He's fucking love that guy. He's fucking and he, great. He's great. And he did one hell of a job on Opie Winston. Oh my God. Like he got beat with the pipe yesterday. Yeah. And it, it was ferocious. Like usually I would think those are, you don't view the screening. You don't view because it's just no, too brutal. No. But Skeeter got, got Opie Winston looking pretty good. Skeeter oh. is what you call perfect casting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no doubt. He's literally perfect casting. He, I don't, there's no one else who could play Skeeter. Not like him. No. Um. Okay, so the body arrives. You're going to do the whole thing with Lila. How am I going to do this? Um, yeah. Jax is in there for a beat, shows her who a new family is. Yeah. We're going to go through that whole thing, which is fine. It's great. It's a setup for later. I get yeah. it. Um, again, I hate to keep coming back to this. There's the body of his best friend. Maybe. I know he's going to have a moment later. Maybe he tells everybody to wait outside, including Lila, for a minute and just sits with him for a second and has a talk with him. Yeah. Says, it like, wasn't on the radar at hey, that bud. time. Hey, bud, I know you had to do this. I wanted it to be me. I was going to go. Da, da, da. I promise you all those things we said, all those things I said, I'm going to do. I love you. I miss That's you. That's a romantic novel that wasn't in the movie today. No, not happening. Okay, I would have liked it. Um, okay, so after that, Gemma, Gemma kissing Nero on arrival. Okay, so look, 
this might be for me the most why why in the world would nero give Gemma a hug and a kiss in front of clay who's beat up married to her Harry in the back lot already knows about her yeah but whole clubs there so, but my point is, it's the wrong time, wrong place yeah. to show that kind of affection. I would have shook her hand if I was him. I, something. But I, but my point is, I would have, as a character, if I'm playing Nero, I would have went and, you know, I had a few run-ins with Sutter. I would have had a couple of moments with Kurt and gone, I don't want to hug her and kiss her I in front I'd of kiss Clay. I would have kissed her on the cheek. Pardon me? I would have kissed her on the cheek. What, what, uh, what, whatever. I'm just telling you in the back lot of Clay's back lot in our home, Stupid. our house, they're, they're showing affection like that. Stupid. I don't know. No, I felt I felt for, for Clay. It was uncalled for. Uh, completely uncalled for uh, of many uncalled fors in this episode. And this is like <laughs> the greatest uncalled for. And now again, we're on all these weird subplots where we have a main character who just fucking died. Maybe I'm too attached to Opie. I don't know. Maybe I care too much. And now Jax is going to go do business while his fucking best friend's body is lying in there. And he's yeah. going to start talking about Diosa Norte telling Nero Gemma has to go. And yeah. he's like literally doing business. His friend was killed 12 hours ago. Yeah. I don't know. Trains are moving. Trains are moving. Clickety click, clickety clack, clackety click, click down there. Yeah, choo choo. Oh, we're not stopping for no one know how. No one know how. So now. Jennifer, and it gets worse. Okay. I guess like, fucking. Worse. What? Do you hear that line and scream? He goes, No, no, not (laughs) over yet. Not yet. There's more. There's more. Just when you think, are we gonna talk about Opie yet? It's gotta be only about few four or five minutes left in the episode. There's six and a half minutes left. There's time for a cat fight. Not this little threesome cat fight. Let's just do that. We first of all wait before we get there. Sure. Fucking air out my other shit. Please. Wendy grew up in Charming. Sure did. Let's assume that Wendy fucking went to high school or grammar school or fucking public uh, school. Oh, we never talked about Opie. that scene. Is that what you want to talk about? No, with Opie. No, but we never talked about it. What a nice moment. But she, she had with Gemma. Yeah, but why? Like, like let's. But that was a nice a moment. Where she, maybe she can say something there where like, oh my God. We we went to school together. I haven't seen him, but I don't believe at least you got to say something about oh I can't say anything, but I want to feel it. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was at least a nice moment. Could for have me. had more. Yeah, you're the you're the one and you're right. He's Could always have more. more. But but Could I thank God we brought that up because that was a nice moment that yes, Wendy But got. then we're gonna cut that short. Um, and what we're gonna do is Tara shows up and Gemma somehow antagonizes her to go after this woman who she doesn't know over I had Tara smarter than that. What the did fuck? we need that? Like, what and was that about? Broken hey Tara, that's your issue. What what? No, not your not your husband's best friend, not it, your it, her, husband. that's your issue. Oh, and, she's way, got her, and her and her her wrist is still all fucked up. Her yeah. hand's all fucked up. Well, let's just go smash that around. Oh, and by bit. the way, you're also pretty good with your left hand now. Now you throw fucking major, <laughs> like you're Joe Frazier with that left hand. It's like, what? She's really? been watching right. some videos, man. Don't take that away from her. No, you're going to throw that left. You're going to rain. As much as you can. What? Yep. And action. Ding, 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 ding. Punch him out. And you're like, wait a second, Screaming don't, we out. Have, don't we only have a few minutes left? Like, Opie's dead. Now we have four we minutes left. Yep. Oh, we're not getting, no, we're going to do this big brawl. Wait, is it is it doing anything for the show? No, it's not. It's not. It's actually just to do it. But is it is it pushing the narrative? No, no, it's not. Is it, are we going to address Opie? Is it over Opie? No, it's not. What's it over? I just oh, went, Jax went down. Jax went down on his bike. I just went so uncalled for a long drawn out to 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 poop on Opie's death march. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's get to the death march. It's all people want. But before that, let's go up to the roof, which I don't mind. I don't mind the roof. We got Jack's up on the roof. Finally, 
I'm you can have a moment. You have a moment. Like you said earlier, do you want to, have to take a nap? Do you want an aspirin? Lost your best yeah. friend? Something. Here's the picture. Yeah. Here's the thing that I will say. There's one song on Sons of Anarchy that I've listened to more than any song ever. It's on every one of my playlists. It's what I listen cool. to. It's what I listen to when I have to get emotional in movies because I always create playlists or TV shows. And it is this song by Noah Gunderson, I believe. It's a beauty. The Lost Boy. It's a beauty. It's one of the best songs I've ever heard. I should play it right now for fuck's sake while you're talking, but I it's won't. But go ahead. incredible, incredible song. Easily number one for me. And then there's a bunch of number twos and threes and fours and all the way down the line of Sun's music. They started teeing this up pretty early while he's on the roof. When that song starts playing, I'm going to tell you the second Jack stepped off that ladder, I became highly emotional. Yeah. <laughs> because he's walking through what I wanted <clears throat> is now happening with yeah. 46 seconds left in the episode. But I'm getting it. And yeah. what I'm getting is Jack's confronting the thought of Opie being gone. Yeah. Whew. You were there. We were all there. That was a very emotionally high charged final saying goodbye to Opie final saying goodbye to Ryan. We saved that for the last shot of that episode. It was a Friday night. It was very emotional. It, you know, me putting the, the booze in Tommy with the thing. Yeah. I was booming. mad. They didn't have me going up to the camp. Yeah. Me or DL. Yeah. We weren't yeah. written into that. Yeah, no, and it is a mistake, but you know, it, 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 it was what, whatever that was. I mean, just the older guys, I guess, but it was, uh, that part affected me, but what really affected me was when all of us picked up the coffin Me too. and all of us put it on our shoulders. We were all there. And when we, the songs blasting, we're bringing them through all the people and that is when I, what really got me uh, when I started to tear up last night watching rewatching that episode. And it's funny, Theo, all these moments that you and I can remember and then not remember or whatever it is with this show. But that night, there's no way I forgot any of it. That was a very highly charged, wow, he's really gone now. Yeah. I remember it being a little cold out. It was chilly. It was a little chilly. And we were moving it out. It was a little chilly. And we were all carrying it out. And they were shooting it like 400 different ways. Yeah. And we were putting it in that hearse. That's what Charles Barkley does. He uses a lot of different shots. A lot of different shots. A lot of different angles from Charles. Yeah. And we were watching it. And I remember that night. Because, again, those are always hard. There's so many people there. Extras. You got got the giant crew, and then you have all the extras, all of this. So makeup's got to work on everyone. All the crow eaters, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people. And you really kind of find your little crew and you kind of stay with them. And I remember it was me, you, and, you know, whoever else, Chibs. And, you know, we were were all there. All the guys. Jax was kind of doing his own thing. And Ronnie was there and, you know, has the whole thing. And, you know, it was a really difficult time, too, at that point for all of us. <clears throat> and I remember thinking like, fuck, he's gone. Like, yeah. That's it. And Ryan did come back for parts of it. And then obviously once that coffin goes in the air, he's not inside the coffin. Um, Correct. Yeah. And, and uh, I think we had to pretend it was really heavy. Remember that? We asked them. Do you remember that? We asked them to put some stuff in. Yeah, I did. I remember. We did. It was I said, heavy. Put, put some, and, and boy, we had Bobby Brown. We had Bobby a key grip. He got more sandbags in that thing in about 3.2 seconds. And we were kind of wishing we wouldn't have asked him to put so much weight in there. <laughs> After we did it 900 yeah, times. We did it 900 yeah. times, but oh, that man. was real weight, man. That was real weight. Yeah. And that's the end of the chapter of, uh, end of the chapter of Opie Winston. That's it. So you and me, not now, uh, but down the line, we're going to tell a bit of the story of saying goodbye to Ryan Hurst and what we did. Uh, I think we should tell it next week. Again, I'm not going to predict anything anymore, but no, no. we're, we're going to get into how we said goodbye. 
because it is a, of course, we can't tell them anything. We'd have to kill them, but we'll have to tell them some things that are so cool, what we did uh, as a goodbye. As a goodbye. And it was truly one of the most monumental. I have all the pictures. I have all the bathing suits. I have all the stuff. I have all the evidence. Um, it was Whoa. monumental for us. How many of us were there? Again, I think like 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Or maybe 12 or 13. In the RV. We had a huge RV. DL brought his truck. Ryan brought his truck. Yeah. And there might have been one more vehicle. I'm not sure. I slept in that fucking RV with Dayton. And me. And you slept in there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuddled you know, up the with one you. thing I will say, and they're not even going to know what we were talking about, but the one thing that always sticks out about that trip, we were in that small town, I think before we got to Joshua Tree, wherever we were, and we went in to eat somewhere. No, we, we got some stuff. We got some chips and some pop yeah, and, and we some were, water. We were, we were loud as fuck. And there were people could not believe it. Everyone from Sons of Anarchy, the whole club just walked into this busy restaurant on a weekend. They thought they were seeing a mirage. And I remember what? Jack's turned to me and everyone else and goes, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and everybody just be quiet. He's like, just everybody can hear you guys. And it was like, cause we came in. Well, come on. You get DL. He's as loud as a goddamn foghorn. Love him so much. Anyway, we'll tell that story. We'll tell that soon. story next week. Um, yeah. Hey brother. Woo. Good job. That's it. I love you. Hey, Look at this mic stand. You're going to be getting this soon. Okay, so we better talk. Yeah, because I'm not there in L.A., but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, you'll be home in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's another story. Hey, listen, bro. Get I love you. I love you, too. Good luck tomorrow. Some stuff's Thanks. coming down. It's all good. It's all good. Either talk way. to you tomorrow. That was great. Bye. I'm glad we got this in. Love you, peeps. Yeah. Love you, Samly. Love you, Samly. Fam Crow. Sam Fam. Theory <laughs> Fam. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So. Shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.